Welcome to Remotely Creative, a RimCAD podcast where we talk to artists, designers, and wildcards about how they're surviving in the era of COVID-19 isolation. I'm your host, Rob Flattery, and today's guest is Ash Hopkins, a senior UX designer at IHS Market and a RimCAD graphic design alumni. Ashley Hopkins, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here and talking to you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So it's been way too long. You uh, yep. graduated, we think, 2014. We're going to guess 2014. I think, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, graphic designer from RimCAD. And then um, you immediately, like, basically left and moved to uh, Maine. Yeah. With your um, boyfriend, now husband. Yes. Yep. Turned husband. Um, yeah, I was, I graduated, was in Denver for a little bit. And uh, then my boyfriend at the time, Chris, he uh, moved to Maine to finish grad school. And I decided to go there with him. <laughs> uh, so it was only a few months, I think, after graduation, like the end of that summer. Um, and yeah, I, I followed him out there and then um, was freelancing out there, which is what I wanted to do anyway. Um, after graduating, I was going to do that whether I was in Denver or somewhere else, right. um, which is great. I love that uh, part for a while. And then we ended up having a, a kid out there, too. Um, yeah, I remember contacting you when you were pregnant. I was like, hey, you know, I got a little freelance work if you were interested. And you're like, yes, I need something to do. I am pregnant. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, you, you did a um, a uh, student show flyer for the yes. gallery. And it was yeah. amazing. You, and fil filigree? Fil uh, it was paper quilling. Paper I was quilling. really into paper quilling at that point. <laughs> yeah. I I, um, I paid you and I feel like I paid you way too less for as much paper you went through. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, well, I still actually have a lot of paper left. I bought a lot of paper. So I've got, I've actually found it um, pretty recently. But yeah, it made me think of that. Actually, it's funny that you brought that up. No, it's one of my favorite uh, student show cards that we've ever had. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was oh, awesome. I love that. Awesome. Yeah. I loved, I, I feel like Maine was such a good place to get into um, like hands-on uh, crafting and design work. There was, there's just something about, we lived in Portland, but that community was really creative. That's why I always think Maine College of Art because of Portland, Maine, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I lived right down the street from there and uh, we lived right on Congress Street. Um so yeah, I we I have a mug from there actually. We went to one of the student shows one night um, oh. and went in and yeah, there's like the ceramics uh, table and it's one of my favorite mugs that we still use. <laughs> You're using but, a rim cap glass though. I noticed that. I am. So, yeah. Yeah. Still like, going strong. I'm still yeah, repping. I'll get you another one. We got we got lots of them. We, we'll hook you awesome. up. Um, so. Uh, once Chris graduated, then you guys decided to move back to Denver? Yeah, we, uh, you know, we really liked Maine a lot, but there was something that we missed about Colorado. Um, 
I think a lot of it, we were he, at that point, we we're really into doing stuff outdoors. Uh, like when we first met, we did a lot of backpacking, um, riding our bikes everywhere and stuff like that. And not that we couldn't do that in Maine, um, but it's a little bit different on the East Coast, especially for me, um, especially with camping and stuff because <laughs> of um, bugs. Yeah. Mainly. <laughs> I get a lot of bugs uh, up there. Yeah. And I just get completely swarmed um, anywhere we go. So it wasn't as enjoyable. Um, that's a really stupid reason. Um, <laughs> you know, it was something to complain about because <laughs> I do now that we're out here, there's things that I definitely miss about Maine. Um, but there was something pulling us back. So, you know, we both started looking for jobs out here. And I did a, a few interviews. I had a couple, you know, connections, obviously from Remcad being out here, and then um, um, some freelance work. I was doing freelance work in Maine for people in Colorado too. Um, and then it ended up working out, um, uh, finding a spot at Market, um, now, which is now IHS Market today. Um, so yeah, it was it was. I don't know, it just worked out. We came back, we moved back, um, and we've been going hard ever since. And so you've been back, what, four years, five years, four years? Four, yeah, we moved back the end of 2015, so five right. years. So it's almost five years, yeah. Wow, yeah. crazy. I yeah. still haven't seen you, so, you know, you should come, back, come by the school. We, reopen. I will. I would love to. Yeah. Anytime. My <laughs> um, number's still the same. Just call me. Yeah. Oh, I actually had a, a weird, random, small world question for you. Yeah. Um, did you guys just hire someone for like the humanities department or something along those lines? Probably. Someone named Luke, Lucas. Yes, Schaefer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that's my uncle's neighbor what? or old neighbor because he just moved out here. Oh, but, from yeah. Yeah. He we, lived across the street from my uncle. I was just talking to him on the phone and he told me that he was like, I think my neighbor just got a job at your, the school that you graduated from. Yeah. Yeah. I interviewed him. Um, he, he, yeah, oh. he started a couple weeks ago. I, yeah, I say a couple crazy. weeks ago. It's probably a little bit longer than that, but time doesn't make sense in um, pandemic time. It's still yeah. uh, March in my world. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So yeah. what, what have you been doing it during pandemic? Were you off? Were you on maternity leave? Yeah. So, well, so we started working remotely. What was that? Like end of March. So March 13th was the day that the school announced that we would be um, going remote on the 16th. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. Friday I think we were similar. The, the, the date where everything changed. And I was in LA. Yeah. Oh, so you were. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. I could die. And then, you know, Shelly works in healthcare. So I had to quarantine for oh, her yeah. for two weeks. So oh, I miss Shelly. She, she was, she, she said to tell you hi. And then she wanted to know about Yona. And I was like, mm. I don't think. And then we asked Alexa how long they last. And so mm. we, we came to the realization that Yona is in a better place. Yes. He's in uh hedgehog heaven. Yes. He he was a good little little dude. He was my buddy. 
Um, and he peed on me. He peed on Shelly. Yeah. Yes. I think pee. he, I remember that. <laughs> I think it was the first time I brought him to class or whatever and you held him and he just like immediately peed on your shirt or pooped on you. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if that was allowed to bring an animal to school or not, but yeah, I, I was a scarf all day. <laughs> I mean, no, it's not allowed, but um, I was okay with it. I still am okay, just, even though it's my job now to tell students that they can't do that. Yeah. Because um, now you're the dean of students, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Weird, right? Crazy. Moving up. Something. Moving something. <laughs> yeah, Yona was awesome. Um, yeah. He was a cutie. He just, yeah, he, I think he just got to the age and I knew it was happening and he died in my arms. Oh, it was very sad, but yeah. he was very much loved. Yes, we we loved him, and we we speak of him often, actually. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Oh, yeah. No. Oh. Um, he was a he made an impact for such a little little creature. <laughs> he is a cutie. So yeah. Um. So yeah, you you're back here. What? So what did you do? Oh. You went remote. Yes. Um, so we went, I went remote for a little bit and then it is coming up to my due date. So then, um, you know, I decided to go on maternity leave. Um, so yeah, we were doing remote for a few weeks, maybe like three weeks or so. Um, and then I went on maternity leave. So it was, it was kind of weird, you know, like, I knew I was ending work soon and then we weren't remote. So then it was like trying to figure that whole thing out because market wasn't really set up for remote work. We didn't really offer that. Um, so a lot changed while I was gone. Um, but at market, so we're, when we merged with IHS, the headquarters became London um, so we're on more kind of European standards for benefits and stuff now. And um, good or bad? Good for maternity say, leave. It's probably <laughs> way better, right? Yeah. So I got six months um, for maternity leave, which is pretty unheard of in America. Yeah. Um, paid, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, I was on maternity leave and I really had this thought in my head that I wanted to start getting back into my own like personal creative work because mm -hmm. um, you know going into this realm of well first at, at REMCAD you know we I went for graphic design graduated with a graphic design degree started freelancing when I was in Maine and um, that was all like branding and identity stuff and then you know, market was hiring for UX UI design, which I didn't really know a ton about, like I knew enough, but that wasn't what I was trained to do. The um, first time I ever met you, the very first time it was in the student lounge, you came up to me because you were in, I don't remember whose class it was, Julia, maybe um, um, and you had yeah. a prototype. And you're like, hey, can I show you this? And it was the first time we ever met, and it was your prototype for an app. So yeah, with the it, paper. With the paper. So you yeah. knew something about UX. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think, you know, that was really one of the only classes at RimCAD that focused in on that. Um, I just give you a little touch of it. Yeah. And it was enough to like pique my interest, you know? So then when I saw that job, I was like, yo, you know what? That could be something, you know, I could get into. Um, and yeah. And then, so then I started working at market and I've been doing that for five years now. Um, and so now I'm super into it. Um, <laughs> but uh, going into that world market, market, our little bubble in Boulder is focused on finance which is something that I have never really been super passionate about, you know, <laughs> like a lot of them. Most of them so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've learned so much there um, in that realm because that was something I really didn't know anything about. Um, but there's a lot of constraints uh, in that realm. Uh, there's a lot of legal things that you have to follow. Um, I, you know, internally on our own team, there's creative outlets and, you know, people kind of do stuff on the side. Um, but you can also just kind of get lost um, in the finance uh, world. Um, and I was definitely doing that, especially, um, you know, this last year or so, um, as I was becoming a little more senior on the team and, and stuff like that. So when I went on maternity leave, I was like, this is the perfect opportunity to kind of, you know, reset and get back to some of the stuff that I was doing right. um, or just finding myself again. Cause I feel like I kind of lost who I was creatively in a way. And now I'm kind of this totally different person at this point. So I'm like, okay, I need to take some time and just start drawing again and just like start getting, you know, stuff out there again. Um, and well, one thing I didn't mention was when we were living in Maine, I bought a letterpress and I was doing that for a little while um, with mostly like wedding invitation stuff, um, which it's is not, bucks. it's, big, it's bucks. big bucks. Yeah, it's big bucks. It can be lucrative. Um, but yeah, and it was mostly like people that I knew. So it was great. Oh. Um yeah, when you get to like the bridezillas, it's a pain in the ass, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. People get very, very particular um, about what they want. So it was not something that I, an avenue that I ended up pursuing um, that way. But I still oh, have it pressed. Right, okay. I still have it. Yeah, it's in my, I sent you a picture. I, I know you asked for like studio spaces. And so I've got my office where I'm working remotely most of the time. And then out in the garage, I have like this kind of modular um, corner that is my making space, I nice. guess you could say in there. Um, so yeah, I've got, her name's Esme, if you <laughs> didn't right. know. I did not. I, I'm glad <laughs> yeah. that you've got an official name for her because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else you would call her. Yeah, that's, that's what felt right. So um yeah, so I still have it and I want to do more with it. It's kind of been on hold for a little while. We've been doing a lot of other things um, in our life that have taken precedence. You've been um, doing like housework and stuff, right? Like it, uh, yeah. you've been doing crazy housework. Yeah, we bought a house a few years ago here in Longmont and it's been awesome. Um, but it's been a lot of work. Like it's the whole, our whole neighborhood pretty much was built in the 80s. Okay. Um, the one on the other side is like 90. So they're a little bit up, more updated, but 
most of the people that have been moving in um, have had to do a lot of like DIY renovation. So a lot, we see our neighbors all the time because we're like outside doing stuff or, you know, whatever. Um, our house was built in the 60s. So um, was anything updated or is that all you? No, it's when we bought it, everything was updated. Like they basically gutted the entire house and, and oh, did everything, yeah. which was nice. Except, uh, so we bought our house, what, five years ago, I guess. Um, we bought it before we even made the first payment. Um, you know, there was a big like blizzard snow and then that melted and our entire basement flooded. Aww. So before we even made the first payment, $50,000 renovation job. <laughs> um, but we ended up suing the people we bought the house from because they didn't disclose that the basement had leaking problems oh yeah and they that's tried, a big one they tried to fix it so we settled it's all good but um it was it was a nightmare it was it was a nightmare but um we've done a lot of renovations and add-ons and and stuff like we built uh we had just like a, a patio out back and so we built a big roof on it and you know it's got a tv oh, cool. there and um you know, building, building different stuff, putting up sheds, just kind of just finished my studio, which I'm in right now. Um, yeah, it looks um, amazing, by the way. Yeah, it's like NASA. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got your own cockpit. Yeah, exactly. I, I have my own flight suit, too, just so you know. Um, I wish you would have worn it. It's so the problem is when we have the heat on upstairs, it gets really hot in the basement. Mm -hmm. And so I bought a swamp cooler, which is this little guy right here, which is amazing. And I got little lunchbox, little things for the lunchbox, the little frozen, little plastic things. And so I put those in there oh, with yeah. the water and it keeps it nice and cool. So oh, I nice. figured it out. You uh, really hacked your home office. Yeah. Yeah. When, when <laughs> quarantine's over, you guys will have to come out, bring the kids. I've got video yeah. games. So I've got, yeah. it's, it's a fun, it's a fun time down here. Yeah, uh, I'm right. I, we just got a so. we just got a Nintendo Switch. I haven't played video games in a really long time. Nice. And I've been playing Mario Kart. Uh, yeah, I got the I got the new the new one. I, it's still in plastic, like over there. I haven't even opened it. Um, I also have like uh, NBA Jam, like the like console and Golden Tee and Star Wars. So like the stand up games. Oh, that's a fun. Big old nerd. Um, so I'm not surprised that those are the games that you have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, you know, um, so, all right. So you're in Longmont. The fires yeah. are pretty close to that, right? Yeah. Um, fires. I know we've got California fires. We've got Colorado fires. Yes. Yeah, um, scary, right? Yeah. Uh, so the, um, was it the cult, uh, Oh my gosh, why did I just forget the name of it? Um, the Callwood fire. Callwood, yeah. Is the one that started yesterday. It was like, I think at noon or something. Um, it was funny, we we took the girls to a, one of the pumpkin patches here in Longmont to go grab some pumpkins and it was super windy. And there was just like, on our way back, we saw a ton of smoke. And I was like, is that from the fire up north? Like, how did it just like gust down here or something? And then 
um, we found out that it, yeah, it was, it's the one near Jamestown. Um, and then some of my neighbors started texting me and they're like, Hey, what are you feeling about this? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know anything about wildfires. Can it get all the way over here? Like, I'm not sure if I should be worried or not. <laughs> um, and yeah, we, like, I was, I went online to the, um, like, Boulder County emergency site mm -hmm. or whatever, and they have a, a map that uh, is, like, tracking the fires, and you can see it, but um, I looked on it, and, like, the evac order uh, was right up to like where hygiene is and we're on the west side of Longmont and it's like I don't know three minutes down the road you know from us so I was like okay that's getting pretty close to us um, and we looked out stood on our back deck and uh, like you, we could see the blazes through our little you know uh, snippets of what we can see through the trees and I was like all right that's getting pretty close um so I was I was having like a little bit of a freak out last night because you know that makes sense. <laughs> yeah you know like I've been we've been living in Colorado for like 10 years now um and I don't think I had ever like actually seen a, a fire up close like that of any of any wildfires like not that they've ever even been as bad as this year um that I can think of. Um, I know there was one in close to Boulder like a few years ago. I don't remember what that was. I had some friends that got evacuated um, when we were here, but uh, yeah, so it was pretty close and I th they got it under control though. It was like 1130 or something and they they had put like all clear, all, all green, so. I was gonna ask, did you sleep? I don't know if I would have been able to get to sleep. I wasn't like, I, I was just refreshing the page. I was like, I just need to know what's going on. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then it looked, I think they got into control cause it did, it, it jumped over 36. It was like at 36 in Nelson or something, it jumped over and that's why they were evacuating like east of there. Good grief. Wow. Yeah. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, we're all good. It didn't get very close, um, but and then I saw there is another there's another one today, in like le left hand canyon or something, like just south of there. I'm sure. The, I don't know. Maybe it kind of rained a little bit this morning. So yeah. I think you know that'd be helpful. Like a couple of weeks ago, I went out on my back porch and everything was covered in ash. I mean, I'm oh, right, yeah. by, right by the school, so you know, I'm not near a fire. So. Yeah, but it's that is traveling. Yeah, we are we are getting big chunks yesterday for sure, um, and Saturday. And uh, I saw what was it? I was I was looking up everything I could on the on this fire last night, and I saw somebody I forget where it was, but it was about the call of the fire, and they posted a picture of like a page of a book that was burned that had it landed at their house, and they're like you know, it, you know, it's serious and there's houses being burned when there's, you know, pages of books, books being like falling out of the sky. Good grief. Well, hope, hopefully, uh, everything will calm down a little bit, but you know, it's 2020. So who knows? Yeah. Um, you guys, um, were you in Boulder a few years ago 
like well, several years ago when there was the flooding were you there? yeah we were we were renting yeah, um, i think i remember like texting you like hey are you okay like yeah <laughs> yeah we were in like we were in a townhouse it was kind of weird it was like in this l-shaped um kind of building and one the one side was like just this really long house and then there are two of our townhouses like on the other side and the one on the long side their whole like basement got flooded we didn't have a basement but um like the water just kind of came up right up to our front stoop like it it just stopped right there like it, it was almost, and we weren't prepared at all like we didn't we didn't get any sandbags or you know anything that yeah I wouldn't know what to do with it. yeah yeah and you know we're renting and like poor college kids who are like yeah. working restaurant jobs you know um oh yeah you were so. at the uh hard rock cafe yeah I did that for a while do you miss that yep. no um so the parts of me do I did I love the people that I work with um yeah. I love them so much I miss them um <laughs> I have all the love in the world for them it's like a family um but I don't miss some of the clientele that would come in there <laughs> I, I mean restaurants are one thing but hard rock cafe goes in that different you're getting mainly tourists mm -hmm. mainly tourists who just don't give a crap about whoever is waiting on them they they probably don't tip you they're probably pretty rude they want i'm just guessing because i've never waited tables ever so yeah it was i've worked in a like a wide a pretty wide gamut of the restaurant industry from like fine dining catering and you know like stuff like hard rock where you're downtown and it's like flipping tables pretty quickly mm -hmm. um but there you know there is a mix of people that came in so i've had i had really great conversations with some people um and then like uh, there are other people that were just totally rude um like the one one example is I, I I dropped someone's food and was like, hey, can I, is there anything else I could get you? And he was like, yeah, why don't you give me a lap dance? Like it was stuff like that. That was like totally inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Punch him? Uh, no, I went and told my manager though. And then my manager kicked him out. He was okay. like, we don't tolerate that here. So. Because <laughs> you're kind of fiery. So I, I assume you could kick his ass. So. Yeah. I mean. I could have, I know I could have, um, but <laughs> I was trying to be professional for the face of the company and not, Look at you. you know, Look at you. get into something. <laughs> Taking the high road. Yeah. Um, and, you know, managers are trained to deal with stuff like that. So or I was really angry and I just went in the back and screamed and smoked a cigarette or whatever I was doing at that point in my life. Good for you. I mean, I, I don't know. Obviously, nobody's ever said that to me. But uh, if someone did, I don't know, maybe <laughs> I would say yes. Um, yeah. Who knows? Um, so, all right. So maternity leave, you decided you want to get some some creative juices back. What what have you been doing? So, well, I got into procreate. Okay. Um, as a lot of people with an iPad Pro have been doing. Um, but I just started drawing, like I just started drawing no real, like no real subject matter that I wanted to get into. It was just like, I just wanted to start creating. There was like a full week 
where I just stared at the blank screen and was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, and then got to start somewhere. Yeah. And then, so then I just started doing, it. I was like, all right, I just got to like get over this hump. Like I know everybody goes through it at some point or multiple points um, in their artistic uh, creative careers. And um, I just, I started with some color palettes that I liked and just started going from there and just created artwork that way. I did some weird, like portally things, um, some people, which I was never really good at drawing people. So the, it was just, those were just experiments. And I decided that I'm still not good at drawing <laughs> the human body. And I don't want to do that. Um, and uh, then I was like, all right, well, what do I want to say? And so I just started kind of like commenting on on the the landscape of America right now. There's a, there's a lot to say. There's a lot to say. And it's like, how do you say it? And I just kind of started like making some kind of protest art. Um, and uh, then I jumped on recently the the Jessica Hish um, uh, Rise Up, Show Up, Unite um, train, that whole campaign thing that's going. And um, she liked my post on Instagram and I like kind of had a little fangirl freak out for nice. a moment. Right. I was like, I know she's probably liking every single one that's nope, like coming you. through, <laughs> but I was still like, you know, like she was a real, um, um, big person that I followed and when I was at Remcad. So it like I was like, oh my gosh, that's kind of cool. Um and then uh then my friend Ben reached out to me and he was like, hey, my um sister-in-law Anna is doing this um this campaign for voting early this year. He's like, do you want do you want me to tell her you'd be interested? And I was like, yeah, like I'd totally do it. Um, so there it's the art of voting early. If you go on Instagram, you can find it, but they got about 90 artists, I think, to participate in it. Um, yeah. And it's, um, just any, like whatever art you wanted to make, just I heart voting early. And then we've got like info for, for voting early. I did one for, um, Pennsylvania and Colorado, and then just like a general, um, voting still uh, repping PA I see yeah yeah definitely I feel like I, st I still have to like yeah. that's where I grew up and What's I think it's important Carlisle um we moved around a lot when I was little but um it was mostly just central PA okay so yeah most people are like either Philly or Pittsburgh but I was smack dab in the center um my dad's from outside of Erie so Oh yeah, Union North. City, Pennsylvania, <laughs> which is like no one knows where that is because yeah. they have two stoplights now. Yeah, oh, <laughs> they upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like um, when I talk to people out here, I've found some people that are from Pennsylvania, and they're like, "Oh, I'm from this town," and and I'm like, "Oh, I'm from Carlisle." And most people like we don't know where they are. Like mm -hmm. Pennsylvania is a pretty big state. Um, for how like the vicinity to all the smaller New England states up there. And 90% of all pretzels in the United States are consumed in the state of Pennsylvania. Is that true? That is a true statement. 
I do like pretzels. Quakers. The Quakers love the pretzels. Oh. So. Yeah. I didn't know that. I love pretzels too, but I I saw like How It's Made. I think that's the name of the show years ago. Yeah. And they were at like Snyder's or Hanover's. Snyder's and Hanover. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, and then they said 90% of all pretzels are consumed in the state of Pennsylvania. And I was like, that makes sense. Cause my dad is like pretzel, pretzel, pretzel always wants pretzels. So. Yeah. And I think pretzels are like, aren't they pretty like a German thing? Or... Yeah. Uh, the soft pretzels are, I think. Yeah. And there's a lot of like German heritage, I feel okay. like in, in PA, or at least like my family, like we're, I don't know, part. I'm a I'm a whole mix a grab bag of European things that I don't I don't even know. <laughs> I, I did one of the, what's that ancestry.com. Yeah. Somebody got me that for my birthday a couple of years ago, and I did the DNA thing, and then she signed me up for the um, where you can go on and find your heritage and all that and all these people, and a friend of mine, Tom Keith. Um, is really big into genealogy and all that. He's like, I'll do it for you. Just give me your password. So he spent like days and weeks doing this thing. And then he'd like sent it to me. And I was like, you know, there's uh, a reason that I don't know about any of these people. Cause I know nothing about my dad's side of the family, like absolutely yeah. nothing. I was yeah. like, there's a reason I don't know about them. And so I sent it to my dad and I said, if you want this, here it is. And I never looked at it. I had no interest. Oh yeah. I thought I did. And then I was just like, eh, the people that yeah. are important to me are the ones that I see. So, which, right. is, my, which is now just my mom and dad. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and they moved to Florida now. So they're, they're retired, living in Florida and they got a boat. So, loving that sunshine on the water. Yep. Sounds like the life. Yeah. Except yeah. My, my I was... dad keeps breaking the boat. Or, oh, no. This time he broke his hand trying to fix the boat. So he's now he's got a cat. He's he's gonna hire someone to to fix it. So the the engines are inside the boat, like mm-hmm. not not on the back. They're like in there, and you have to like lift up stuff to get there. And you know, it, it's like a big boat. It like sleeps six people. Yeah, like, I guess technically it's a yacht based on size. It's not like oh. not like Jay Z yacht. It's just like yeah, you know, one of those uh, things. So, humble yacht. Hopefully he gets it fixed. Um, I'm planning on taking it to the Bermuda Triangle and just like, that's where I've always wanted to go. That seems like, seems smart. Seems smart. It's not smart. I would, you should take a journal and hopefully come back from it. You know, I'll take a journal. What do you do in a journal? You write? Yeah. And then we'll find it in your shipwreck after you go through the portal that goes to another universe all right i can which is what happens there is it i don't know <laughs> I, have no idea. I remember like when i was a kid they used to have those time life books where there's like the mystery yeah. of the unexplained and they had one in the bermuda triangle my parents of course wouldn't pay the 20 bucks to get the book it was like 20 dollars, but yeah. you had to get like 20 dollars for each book i don't know i'd like to, maybe i should go on amazon or, e- or ebay and, and get a collection of those so yeah, right I'm sure you can find those on eBay. Yeah, I, I just bought a bunch of VCRs on eBay. You can find anything on eBay. Do you own a VCR player? Yeah, I just oh, bought two cool. brand new ones. So what? Yeah, 
um, they're 20 years old, but they're brand new. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, all my video stuff, I end up running cause it's all analog. So I run it mm -hmm. to VHS cause it, it outputs at 480, but VHS records at 240, you know, and we're talking 4k is 4,000 pixels. You took mm -hmm. my video class. You're, you're, oh, you're yeah. Yes. yeah. I, I remember everything. <laughs> Good. I'm, I hope so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like to, to, um, dump it to VHS and get the graininess and, and then I dump it to the computer, make changes and then dump it back out. So the VCRs oh. that I've had are a little bit, they've been put through the, the time. So I, I bought some new ones the other day and Shelly came down and said, what are they? So I was like, VCRs. She's like, are you throwing them away? I was like, no, I just purchased those. <laughs> um, you know, it is what it is. That's how I, that's how I live. So, all right. So have you started back at market? Yeah. Um, I started a few weeks ago. Um, this past week is actually like my first full real load, um, okay. of work. So, um, this is, I feel like my, my, my first real, um, test at what working remotely COVID with two kids is. <laughs> Like, yeah, so I was gonna say, are you working remote still? Yeah. Do they have anyone yeah. in the office? Um, I think there's a few people, but mostly just like building um okay. building people, you know, like our team isn't required to come in. We were open, we'd been open the whole time. Um, we're essential workers. So the office has been open, but the whole team has been remote. Um I think there's like 40 or 40 to 50 people on the team. They just hired like 10 more people um, before I came back. So on, on just design and that's not counting, you know, all the, all the other teams that we work with. So how do you like, um, how do you like the remote working? Um, I prefer remote work yeah. in general. Like I always did. I liked doing that. Um, you know, when I was freelancing and I've been, I've been wanting to work remotely while I've been there for pretty much since the beginning. So it's, it's kind of nice that we're <laughs> being forced to do it now. Do you think that they'll make it where that's an option? I don't know. Sure. Um, you know, like there was a lot of a talk of talk before where it was like, you know, what we do isn't really conducive to being fully remote. And I always kind of pushed back on that. And now it's, proven that we can kind of do it <laughs> this way um i think all businesses well, that we're, we're not allowed to be remote are now finding out you know what you it it actually might just work even better yeah yeah um i think that freedom like at least for me the freedom of having i'm i'm really affected by the space that i'm in so being able to you know have my own stuff and and art on the wall or you know being able to move around and and all of those those things um has really made it enjoyable for me um and yeah so i'm i'm remote chris is remote and then our five-year-old they they are part-time in school okay. yeah she's she's hybrid the school district so she's in kindergarten so this is her first year of school uh and they're doing you know they were fully remote to start and now they're on hybrid so she's going two days a week and then three days is is online so your school um, teaching as well yeah yeah um 
it's not as much as it was in the beginning, um, which is nice. Uh, there was, I was doing a ton, like the parents had to do a ton of, of the, the heavy lifting, I feel like, um, at the beginning, which I was okay. I was on maternity leave. So it's like, I didn't have a full-time job and try But now that I'm back, I'm like, yeah, I, I feel for the people who started off the school year like that, you know, and Mm -hmm. got thrown into it immediately. It's really hard. Um, and then our six month olds, we just, we, we couldn't find care that worked for us. Um, it's super expensive, um, to get like a nanny to come. Oh yeah. Not, not something in our, we're not bougie boulder, um, boulder. Um, yeah, there's people who are like paying a full on salary and benefits for people to come like tutor their kids, Mm -hmm. like 50 plus thousand dollars for the year. And I'm like, how, I mean, whatever, they've got jobs and lifestyles that can accommodate that. But that like was not even in the realm of possibility for us. You know, I went to public school. I'm not sure that $50,000 equates to my whole, what, 13, 12 years, 13 years of education. So yeah, my parents saved the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, so we're, we're just pretty much like juggling her throughout the day. Um, Chris recruits nurses. So he's on the phone all day long. Um, and then when I have meetings, he'll like take her and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's been, it's, been challenging like this week was really challenging I didn't get a lot of I don't there's not like deep work time which I feel like was is super important for what I do and there wasn't a lot of time for that um because you've got all these distractions um with the kids all day long um so I was working more at night like later at night uh and like not really sleeping of course and then whatever you know people who have babies know what sleeping is like sleep schedules and, and stuff like that is like and it changes this week I, you know i already know that i can't sleep she wakes me up yeah it's o'clock on the dot she is like yeah. it's time to go so yeah, i can imagine like, one that can cry yeah yeah it's like you know our human form of barking <laughs> but um <laughs> Yeah, and so her her pattern changed this week, and uh, she was waking up frequently. So I was like, I didn't sleep very much. Um, so I'm interested to see like how it's gonna progress. <laughs> um, but I kind of feel like I was at Remcad when I was pulling all nighters for projects and stuff. Like I'm kind of in that realm again of that sleep cycle um, where. No, I'm running on like coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, how old are you? I'm I'll be 30 this year. All right. So. You're still young. You still, still young yeah. buck. Yeah. 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 So once you hit 32 though, you're gonna want to sleep. You're gonna need more sleep. So yeah. So I'm I don't know. I'm I think like I don't think we're having more than two kids. So I think I'll be good okay. for the age that I like I'm getting this out of the, the way, yeah, so yeah. to say, you know, um, hopefully things will start stabilizing again in a few years. Um, 
I'm guessing that we're going to go through pandemic crisis for the next few years. So I don't know what normal is going to be. Yeah, I'm curious to see how this pans out. Um, yeah, but when we, when we started know. the podcast, I started asking people to like predict how long this was going to last. And, you know, we started um what March, April yeah. so yeah. I think the first podcast was like right at the beginning of April first week of April and mm-hmm. everybody's like ah uh, you know I think uh the episode three had two guys on and and both of them were like middle of August They're like middle of August this is over and, oh. and that was when everybody was still thinking like it's going to be done by June so everybody was like, oh, yeah, when summer rolls around, everything's going to be fine. So they were, you know, being conservative. And I was like, no, man, this is December 2021. I think yeah. that's that's because, you know, Shelly works in healthcare, So she's yeah. giving me like the worst. Yeah. Well, know. not to Chris's, too, because he's yeah. like he does nurse like with nurses. So he was like 18 months minimum. Like that's that's we're going to be in this for a while <laughs> you know we yeah he went out and like got a bunch of stuff because he was like i don't know what's going to happen but we're going to be prepared Unlike we weren't toilet water. paper people but <laughs> we never had a, a problem with toilet paper we we i kind of stockpile it but not on purpose mm-hmm. i stockpile it because i do the amazon subscribe and save and then forget to cancel it like I think, oh, yeah. I think it's set up for like a family of four and it's like the normal amount and it's just me and Shelly. And uh, so we just like in the garage, we just have toilet paper and paper towels. And uh, yeah. I also once bought glass cleaner thinking I was buying one can of glass cleaner and I bought a case of glass cleaner. So we have <laughs> glass cleaner, you know, I, I like the case the case purchasing i like having stuff in the garage and i can just go get it and not have to freak yeah. out so yeah you got backups and yeah you don't have to worry about it plus it's probably cheaper to buy a whole case of it than oh yeah oh yeah if you yeah i mean people complain about amazon but you know they're like you shouldn't give money to amazon i'm like where should i give my money to and they're like the mom and pop store i'm like well they don't have the toilet paper i like yeah <laughs> really that's a problem uh, right, and they don't have eighty uh, uh, bottles of glass cleaner that I can buy at once. <laughs> um, it's it's I don't know what kind of glass cleaner, but it's in an aerosol can. If you ever need glass cleaner, it's in an aerosol can. It's like white and blue. It is the most I think it's like Sprayway or something. It okay. is that you will never clean your windows so well. <laughs> I'm not sponsored by them, but I should be. Um, you could oh, be. Yeah, definitely. And I like things just to show up at the house. And, you know, like two in the morning, I like, ah, I need this. And I do that a lot mm-hmm. and order things on Amazon. So yeah. I'm pro Amazon. Um, so Ashley, what's what you got on the horizon? You're back at you're back at work. You got these two lovely children. You're fighting fires. <laughs> yeah. In your mind, yeah. are you not actually fighting fires? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are your creative juices back a little bit? I feel like they are. Um, I feel like I got into, you know, a sort of flow um, over the summer that I'm feeling good about. And 
I want to keep it going. Like I got, I opened up my little like Etsy shop. So I'm just going to try to keep that going and updated. Um, but my next, my next endeavor is getting the press set up again. Cause I really, that's like really at the heart of what I've loved doing. And when I was doing it, I, I just, uh, I felt great. Like I, I just felt on fire all the time. Um, and I, I, I really want to get back into that. So that's kind of like my next thing to do. Awesome. Um, I look yeah. forward to, to seeing what you come up with. You were selling t-shirts for a while, right? Yeah. I like, I did some t-shirt stuff. I bought I... your t-shirts. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, sick. Thank you. I have one. Um, I have one. Which one was it? Was it the, there was like, I think I only sold a couple, like there was a camping icons one and then there was like this script lettering one it was, it was probably that one yeah. yeah i think it's a like break new ground i think yep. that was the one yeah yeah you probably sold one double xl this guy that was you <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's actually one i got myself a sweatshirt in that and i wear that all the time nice. super cozy um yeah, so I've been, I don't know, I've been just been doing like a lot of like little side projects. Um, and I, I still want to do them. Like I know there's not, there's not a lot of time that I have in general, but that's something that I want to make time for um, just to keep pushing creatively outside of, of the finance stuff that I'm doing, you know, full time. I, you know what I hear helps with that is giving your kids Benadryl. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. That, don't do that. <laughs> Uh, that was no. not deleting that. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I, I'd like, that was one thing I always, you know, because we have a lot of students who end up going to work at market or, you know, somehow they, they end up there. And my whole thing, I don't know if you were in that professional practices class that I taught. It was like, if you end up in a job like that, like mm -hmm. you're not going to be doing too much super creative stuff. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you got to keep your freelance business. I think you were in that professional practices class that I taught actually. Um, maybe and that was right at the end. Was that yeah. right at the end? Yeah. yeah. I think that was one of the last ones I took. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, my whole thing was keep doing stuff. that's going to keep you creative. Like don't look at your workplace for that. Your workplace is going to yeah. be a job, especially that, but you're going to, you know, be able to pay your student loans and you're going to have some money. So yeah, it's been great for stability, you know, for like building a lot, you know, we've been able to like get a house, even, you know, like have kids, all that stuff. Um, and there's definitely like value in it for sure. Um, oh, yeah, you and, learn a ton of skills and you, yeah. you, know, you, it's a good, good place to work. And, you know, I think it sounds like the healthcare is really good. Um, yeah, now, especially <laughs> it's on that English, English wave. Um, yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta keep yourself, keep those juices flowing, keep yourself involved and invested. So um, yeah, I, try to, I, I always try to tell students that. So yeah. And that, and I didn't, you know, for a while and I know like looking back on it, I was like, wow, I was not super happy. Like, that's just something I think all of us creatively, like, damn it. I told you. That outlet. I know. And I, your, your words should have been ringing in my ears. <laughs> um, but so I'm glad, like, I don't know, it was, it's being on maternity leave in COVID 
um, a lot of people are like, wow, what is that like? Like, that's probably not what you expected. Like the best time like you're off work and now you can't go anywhere, but it was, it's actually been kind of nice. Like I don't really want to go a lot of places with my baby. And then it's nice just to like be able to go, um, like inward creatively and just kind of discover that again and put energy into it that I wasn't giving myself at all. So did you get, um, did you, I'm trying to say, I was like, did you develop at the hospital? Did you have your baby at that? Deliver. That's the word, not develop. Deliver. <laughs> did you deliver yes. at the hospital? Um, we w- so I originally I was going through UC Health um here in Longmont and I was just like not feeling it. Um I just wasn't into the care and how they were like communicating with me. Mm-hmm. Um and didn't have like great experiences there. So then we ended up um going to the birth center in Boulder, um, and went there and that's, we actually, we delivered on Easter okay. and it was like when this, uh, the snowstorm, one of the snowstorms happened, it was like for those couple days. And Obviously. so it was just like, yeah, dumping snow and I was like having contractions and just like, all right, I'm just going to be up all night. Just like watching the snow come in. But you got your, um, what, did, what did you call it? A push gift? Oh, so the, yeah, it's called, so, okay. I did not (laughs) I'm referring to it as that but like it was just a gift for myself for becoming a mother a second time (laughs) um but you know like rich people I think call it a push present and it's like a push present and it's like you know their rich husbands buy them like I don't know some diamonds or a new car or like something absolutely insane but um I my the iPad that I bought when I was at I bought it for myself for my graduation present from Remcad was the last time I bought one so I was like and I I gave that to our our daughter to like you know do little like learning games on and stuff we don't really like let her watch a ton of stuff on there but um and so I gave that to her and I was like all right I want my own you know, for this break. So yeah, I bought that for myself as, as a present. Um, for, I just yeah. learned and what like, push present was right yeah. before we started this podcast. So <laughs> yeah. it's my new yeah. favorite thing. Yes. Um, yeah. And like this time I, I wanted to do it like fully natural, which was also like a huge, a huge endeavor for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was Chris allowed to be there? I, I don't know. Was yeah. COVID oh, yeah. Protocols and... Yeah. So that was like another thing why I've kind of felt lucky that we went there because they're so much smaller and they're like, and we got a doula this time around, okay. which I don't know if you're familiar. I do with. know what that is. Okay, great. Um, so yeah, we hired this woman, her name is Ashley. Um, and not because of her name and I could be biased, but, um, she was just amazing. And like, we connected with her. So she was our doula. Um, and, uh, so they were like, we're, we'll allow you to have, you know, a couple people that you want in there with you while you're birthing. Um, but we just don't want any visitors afterwards. Um, which is fine. So like my brother-in-law, like he took, they live a mile down the road and they took Farron for two nights. Um, and 
yeah, we, we went in there. And so it was just Chris, the doula, and then the midwives that are at the facility. And it was amazing. Like it was a totally different experience this time um, from last time when you're at the hospital um, the first time in Maine. Did you have the kid in Maine, your first kid? Yes. Yeah. We, I went through a midwife center, but they were, their birthing center was like on one of the floors and there were two big hospitals in, in Portland. And so we were in one of them. So it was like the midwives were there, but it was more of a hospital setting, which I like, didn't, I didn't really anticipate, you know, like I thought it would be like just midwives, but I, I saw the midwives here and there, but it was like a lot of the nursing staff and the doctors that were in there. So um, it was, a, it was just a little bit different that time around. And I had no idea what to expect. I was never around kids when I was growing up as an only child. So yeah, I don't know what to do. Um, <laughs> and, Did you have to wear a mask during the delivery? Um, we had to wear it in, but they didn't make me wear it while okay. I was, while I was laboring, um, when we were in the room, like they sanitized everything and we didn't leave the room. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen time. like where some people are like having to deliver with a mask on. So yeah, deliver with a mask and deliver completely alone. Like can't yeah. have partners in there, which is absolutely insane. Like we should support <laughs> mothers who are birthing. Yeah, totally. In this I, time. I, I mean, I get it. I mean, I get what they're the reasoning, but I still think there should be some sort of. All right. Yeah. You can have one. At least um, one person. Yeah. Whether it's even one. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, the father, mother, your mom, whatever, you know, your partner should be there or designated person. I definitely think for me, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to have a child myself, but like trying to bring a, a kid into this world, that seems like the, the scariest time, like, especially your first time, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, there's all sorts of beeps and noises and it's foreign yeah. place and, ah, you know, and any- people like talking about you in the room, you know, if you're not in a, in a, like, I don't, the birth center is great, but like, the, the, in the hospital it's like they're talking about you in front of you and you're just kind of like can you talk like tell me what's going on <laughs> and like if I didn't have Chris at that point like when we were in in that setting I don't know what I would have done because you're like when you're birthing a child you're having contractions you're like totally in a different place and having conversations is not like you making decisions, like you need somebody in your corner. Like the people who are going through that now, I just, I empathize with, and I can't stress enough how messed up that is. Yeah, well, you know, same thing with people dying in the hospitals too. Like they're not yeah. allowed to, to have people around them unless they go. So like, if they go on hospice, then they can have uh, people like they can move you to a hospice side and then they can have people, but not all doctors are going to say hospice. I mean, mm-hmm. it's weird. I don't know. I I hope we figure something out. I hope there's a vaccine soon, you know, or maybe it just goes away. I don't know. Maybe there's, they find something else, a laser that will just eradicate all of COVID. <laughs> seems yeah, like something definitely. Star Trek would would come up with so yeah 
<laughs> Ashley, I thank you so much for being here. This is awesome. Thank yeah. you so much for asking me to be on here. Yeah, no, I, I, you're always one of my favorite people. And I see, so your, your um, little you book, your, your little leave behind is oh, the yeah. one that I show students. I'm like, here, you make this, like, this is oh. what you make. This is amazing. It, it shows some of her work, but it tells me who Ashley is. Cause I'm always like, you know, yeah, everybody comes out of graphic design school and their work all looks pretty much the same. Like you want, we want to get you a job and they want to know who you are and your book told me who you were. Like, obviously I know you, but, yeah, but give it to anyone. And they're like, okay, I know this girl. Like, uh, awesome. Uh, I love that. Yeah. It's still, yeah. still in my office. So I actually, I found mine recently. I had, I went to like an old bin that I had a lot of stuff from school and I found it and I was like, wow, I loved that. Like <laughs> making that one. Yep. And you, you bound it and. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you a plus plus. <laughs> well i'm so glad to hear that you're doing so well that you you know have two wonderful children and you're you're back in colorado and have a good job and your husband has a good job so and that you're safe and you know fires are coming and you're you're so positive so thank you so much thank you this is great awesome well, i will see you soon Thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode. You can find links and images from today's guest on our website, rimcad.edu forward slash remotely creative. Don't forget, our guests also want to answer your specific questions, which can be submitted to remotely creative at rimcad.edu. That's R-M-C-A-D dot E-D-U. Make sure you subscribe to Remotely Creative wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Special thanks to our team here, Gretchen Marie Schaefer, Chris Daly, Mel Kern, Neely Patton, Josh Smith, and Madeline Austin for making today's episode possible. Thanks, everyone. Take care of yourselves and each other.